podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. It's got to 2-2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go, and here's Ozil. Lacazette, Ozil! Hello and welcome to another Touchy Gunas episode. My name is uh, Lewis and I'm joined by Shabs. We've got Dan and we've got Sean. How are you doing, lads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Super happy. You guys uh, uh, found your energy. You guys found your energy after uh, Monday night, yeah? Yeah. After Monday night, after yesterday, after last night. (laughs) After What what happened last night, Shabs? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Fill us in, mate. (laughs) Fill us in. What is going on? Well, what, what happened last night, Shabs? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy at the downfall of, of, of that. Of oh, the okay, okay, you know, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought something else happened, mate. You know, I was thinking dirty. No, no, yeah. I'm happy that Tottenham got slumped. Sure. Oh yeah, I mean that was. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. I was enjoying that. I think Anton tweeted earlier, he was like, um, uh, this is Arsenal's greatest ever Champions League night since the Barcelona win. 
He's not wrong. He's absolutely not wrong. Um, guys, before we start, make sure you use the hashtag, hashtag TouchlineFracas, and you can follow us on the Touchy Gooners on Twitter. So any questions you may have, any thoughts about the pod, you can tweet us and we may or may not reply depending on how we feel. Um, guys, let's obviously start with Monday. I mean... I, I don't know about you guys. I, I I can't remember if we actually did a preview for the Man United game. I don't think we did, did we? Um, <clears throat> but I, I was quite glum uh, heading into the game. I didn't think we would win despite, you know, Man United's injury list and how poor they actually are. Um, I mean, it's, the, it's that typical pessimistic Arsenal fan outlook we have when we go to uh, Old Trafford. I think we've only won there like twice in... God knows how many years. So um, I had no expectations headed into the game. Um, Dan, how did I'll start with you, Dan? How did you feel about the result first and foremost, and the performance to match it? Um, the result and performance um, disappointed, to be very honest. Um, so I think this was um, probably the first time in years that we, and I believe we had a genuine chance to go to Old Trafford and actually get a win. So I think the last time was um, the Marco Rashford game. Mm-hmm. But um, this game, I, I just thought, even with Rashford or Pogba are playing, I still think United's threat is not that great. And um, if we can impose our game on them, um, I, I fancied us to, to get one or two goals. We will always score one goal because Aubameyang is playing for us. So um, it's just about creating some other chances. So maybe he can score a second or um, someone else can score a goal. Um, so... Um, the result disappointed me just because um, I'd, li- I'd like to beat United. Um, approach to the game disappointed me too. Um, obviously, we know what um, the one that should be not that not should be named is, is about. So I'm not surprised to see three DMs starting mm-hmm. or three defensive minded or yeah three players that play in the first phase predominantly. So no surprise there. Emmy likes having the ball in our half. Um, just just recycling possessions and playing it around. Um, I think he really conceded possession quite a lot on purpose to United to then potentially hit them on a counter-attack. I actually think the first five minutes, I was surprised um, how we um, managed to catch them on the ball a few times. So there was a few occasions where McTominay and Pogba got caught and dispossessed by Torreira um, or Gunduzi and we could break, but we just simply lacked the um, the, the, the quality to um, um, sustain a, a good attack or a good enough transition. Um, which was disappointing. It would have been good to get a goal and um, very early on. Um, so once those five ten minutes were over, it was really just all United having the ball, but not doing much with it. And they were just as shit as we are really. Um, so they didn't do much with it. And um, I think it was well, I don't know what minute it was, but um, the ball comes out to McTominay. Obviously scores quite a quite a decent goal just before um, half time actually. Yeah, exactly. Um, got deflected a little. Um, I saw a lot of people get onto Xhaka, and we all we all don't want him to play. We all we are not big fans of him. But um, quite weird criticism. Yeah, weird criticism. Yeah, that, that goal was not as fault. So uh, I think in our analysis, we um, we can be angry, and um, but we should always be objective. So um, yeah, that was not as fault. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, generally that first half was so bad. Um, I, I don't think I don't think I've seen a, a, a top or a top table clash as bad as this. For a long, long time. I mean, I can barely remember a, a chance um, um, from either team. It was just terrible. Um, two teams uh, managed by horrible managers um, with a lot of horrible players on show, and yeah, it was poor. Um, and uh, it was depressing to be honest. What do you guys think? Yeah, Sean, do you want to give your thoughts? 
Yeah, was was Chad going to say something? I, I don't mind. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just, I'm, no, 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 I'm just laughing. The dance killed me. That game, man. I can't. I can't show you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I mean, like like you, Lewis. Um, I, I wasn't really optimistic. I'm never optimistic at Old Trafford. Um, I totally get what Dan was saying in terms of cool they're not in their greatest phase but i mean we're not great ourselves so do you know what i mean so there, there's there's nothing that i've seen over the course of emery's tenure um the last 14 15 months that made me confident that we were going to come away with three points um i know dan spoke about imposing our game but when do we ever impose our game um we're using i mean we don't need to go over old ground too much but we're using terrera i, I mean if you saw the heat maps he was just be behind obamian which is ridiculous um we use both guendouzi we use both Guendouzi and Xhaka in the first phase. You know how slow both of them are. So you, you really have to commit to one. And unfortunately, um, even though I think it should be Guendouzi, the fact that Xhaka is captain means he'll play every game. So with that in mind, you either need to you need to compensate for his weaknesses. So you either need Torreira or Willock next to Xhaka. And when I mean next to him, I mean next to him. So not staggered, not in front, not trying to, to, to win the ball higher up. So to compensate for, for those deficiencies. Um, I don't really know... I, I, there's no point going into too, too much detail because Dan's already said the game was poor quality. Um, I feel like we could have done a lot better if we had chosen a, a better lineup, the personnel better. Um, but at this stage, obviously, I'm not expecting anything new or, or innovative from memory. It, it's quite boring, quite stale from me. And I, I'm, I'm getting to the stage where I'm at now. Where I'm, I'm just, it's, it, it's just very hard to watch. I'm, I'm just not particularly interested. And I'm kind of, in my head, I'm just tr- hoping... Um, we can accelerate forward to a point where we can stumble into Champions League football by hook or by crook this season and then hopefully he'll go and it, it sounds really weird me saying that considering the season's only what like seven games old but unfortunately that's just where I am now feels like a lifetime doesn't it Shabs yeah, Shabs yeah. what are your thoughts yeah man I, I, it, Monday night was a was a great advert for um, oh how the mighty have fallen mm. so that you know, you guys have already touched on a lot about the about the game, and it was just such a meaty match. I'm not, I'm not vexed at the result. To be fair, getting a getting a draw, um, getting a point at Old Trafford is not usually a, a bad result, typically speaking. And our record there has been so poor. Um, I'm actually surprised to um, hear how poor it actually is so to be fair to pick up a point all things considered wasn't wasn't bad if you said to me we get a draw before the game I wouldn't have been too upset but it's knowing that actually the United performance was actually so mediocre so poor so lethargic as well that is almost that sense that you feel like Arsenal could and should have done more like they just had more um about them in terms of like the, the squad the players available and it comes down to the choice it comes down to the choices people make choices every day isn't it? and the, the decisions that this, this manager has has made and continues to make and talk about this forever in a day but yeah like his, his choices his lineup, unfortunately it's just it's not good enough and it's been a recurring issue it was a theme all throughout last season he had to always change the personnel in order to turn games around um, and you just see you see the difference that a player like Willock made when he actually came on. Like you know, I just think like he brought 
a lot to and I don't think it was outstanding by the way but I just think like he brought a lot more to us than what we had to begin with so it's just it's, it's, it's little things like that which frustrate me but mm. all things considered I um, I'm alright with the, I'm alright with the draw it's just that whole thing again of Arsenal making stars or turn like obviously we know who McTominay is by now but it's that whole thing of look if you haven't scored ever <laughs> if you're on a drought and you're looking to make your net like I, I thought, we thought it was going to be um, Mason Greenwood Mason Greenwood yeah I, I had money on him to score you know so we thought it was going to be his turn to have his name in mm. reality but um you know, it was it was um, McTominay's turn this yeah. time, and then Arsenal will go and gift another kind of um, like on the weekend. We we'll do the same thing against you know against Bournemouth, a player that's on a goal drought that probably hasn't scored since January. Mm-hmm. Will bag a brace against us, or a player who's you know just never ever got off the mark. Will give him an opportunity, and Arsenal are guaranteed to do this time and again, and 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 that frustrates me. But. Yeah, man, it is what it is. We got, we got, we got a point there. The game was boring. It was very dull. The bright spark was Saka. Saka. Saka for mm. me. I was happy with his performance. And um, Abramyang, like you know, he just like he just never fails us. He 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 honestly never fails us. And it it's just at, at some point like we're gonna come unstuck in terms of like because you know, there's nowhere else that goals are coming from there's nowhere else that goals have come from no. this season there's nowhere else that goals have come from the back end of last season so uh, I'm starting to worry now as we play games just at what point is he not going to be able to put it out the bag for because well, he's been phenomenal it's, it's coming soon it's going to come soon because he started off similarly like this last season and then like it, it happens, you're gonna go for a drought because you can't slot away every chance that you get. It's yeah, it's just it's mathematics. Yeah, yeah. If right. it's mathematics, if 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 goals were so easy to score, then you know people would be scoring 80 goals a season, but they're not. You know, and mm. that's the reason. Like even your top Premier League strikers struggle to score over 30 Premier League goals because scoring in the Premier League is not easy. You know, scoring at any level is not easy. For, for, you know, goals are currency and. Um, we're definitely going to struggle when he goes yeah, through his. Sorry. For for Ubers XG. Like, in a group. Yeah, so, so I've got. Widely, um, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, so his XG is three point five eight, and he's got seven goals already. So yeah, that's, um, that's crazy. That's um, that, that's insane after seven games. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's insane. That like you know. Um, <laughs> that's the biggest difference in the Prem. It's a team. He is the biggest difference maker. He's yeah. probably the, the MVP. You know, yeah. um, the single most important player for a, any club right now. And yeah, it's, and it's what's all the more um, unique about Abrami. I mean, I've I've been singing this guy's praises for for time, but what's great about him, what he's doing in this current side, is that he's literally like the team's creating no chances. Mm-hmm. You know, he's feeding. He's, like he's living off scraps. Yeah, yeah well, look at his chance yesterday was, you know, it wasn't even created by us. It was just, you know, a poor mistake from Man United that, you know, uh, I wouldn't trust anyone else in our team to slot that away. Um, I don't think anyone on the pitch yesterday would have slotted that away, if I'm being honest. I don't think Rashford yep. would have slotted it away. Nope. It, it was just one of those he games, man. He did. He was. A, it was an excellent finish, and thank God for VAR because um, we would have been screwed at Old Trafford again if, if VAR wasn't uh, available. But I, I guess 
I guess there's a I guess there's a tendency to, doing what we do. We 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 come on Touchagunas every week. We talk about Arsenal every week. There is a tendency to maybe uh, become a bit Groundhog Day. Yeah, so we're saying the same things every week. Not not by any fault of our own. It's just it's just we're reflecting what is actually happening at, at Arsenal Football Club at the moment under this regime. And it's been to be fair, it's been like this for what the best part of a decade. Even on even Arsene Wenger, you know, we'd go on Touchdown Frackers every week and we'd say the same thing about Wenger. So maybe let's try focus on you know things that we haven't already said before. So let's let's take a look at some of like Saka's performance because um, I, I know I've been quite critical of Saka. Not crick. Well, no, it is criticism of Saka. It is criticism yeah, of Saka. I, I don't think he is. Um, I didn't think he was uh, good enough to be a. Uh, a wide forward for us or a winger for us. Um, I, I I do like. I would like to see him at left back. Um, but yesterday's uh, Monday's performance, it 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 was um, it it was very. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't think it. It was accomplished. It was accomplished. It, it didn't have too much moments of quality. I can't say he was like you know outstanding, but he definitely showed that he could hold his own at the level, um, which surprised me a little bit. Um, but I still feel like he lacks that. Like if we want to be a title challenging team going forward, I still feel like he lacks those outstanding qualities that are going to push what? us there. What's this is the physical qualities and the technical qualities. Sorry? They're both. They're physical qualities and technical qualities that I feel like he lacks. Okay. Um, so... I, and in combination... In some, in some respects, I agree with you. I, I'm not sure he can be a starting winger for Arsenal um, in the near future. I think I could see him as a squad player, but as a starter, I'm a bit more apprehensive in regards to it. I'd like to see more of him, so I'm not going to write him off. Um, but I, what I'd like to know is why do you think he will be a good left back? Because mm. I don't see, I, I haven't seen his defensive capability, so I, I'm more inclined to see him in his natural position rather than a position that he'd get shoehorned in. So I thought end up maybe not being good as well. So I thought yesterday one of his most encouraging things was actually his defensive contribution. I keep saying yesterday it wasn't yesterday; it was Monday. I thought his defensive contribution was really good. Um, I think if I pull up some stats here, I know. He um, completed like a lot of tackles. Um, let me have a look. Yeah, I think he. I think it was the most. I think it, yeah. I think it was the most tackles in 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 the team. I thought he protected um, Kalasnac very well. Um, I know you know. I know it, it was only Pereira on the right hand side, I believe. Um, but I thought like he has quite a, quite a lot of discipline. He seems like someone ready to listen to instructions. Um, he's got a good work ethic around him. Also, uh, just from a left back uh, offensive perspective, when I first saw him, um, I saw him in highlights, and it was always him running onto things down the wing. So I feel like he has like quite a good overlapping run. We already know that he's got um, a good delivery. Uh, like he can he can cross the ball well. He seems to be able to pick players out. I would definitely trust him to do that better than Kalasnach would. Um, so that's why I think he could be um, he could be groomed into a left back. That's fair. I did I did think that um, seeing him in that United game. Granted, as um, as Chab said, is it was a poor game. And then he seemed like the only spark of a little bit of quality on mm -hmm. the ball. And we know obviously Obanya can finish chances, but he wasn't. He doesn't do much with the ball. Um, but um, Saka, he was carrying the ball. He was making 
um, I wouldn't say smart decisions, but sensible decisions. Mm. So he wouldn't just stupidly give the ball away. He would um, he would be able to quite um, quite easily pin Young. Then once he got that yellow card, he was like kind of yeah. He won a lot of fouls, didn't he? I think he yeah. won quite a few fouls. So he made quite a few sensible decisions, which I like. Um, it's difficult for me to kind of gauge what kind of level of talent he will be. Um, I don't I don't think it's the very very top. Obviously, um, I've always it would be much more evident how good he would be, and I think the same applies to him and Nelson. So I think they're both quite talented. And um, how talented they are, um, we, or how much they'll be able to show how talented they are, will really much depend on the manager and what teams we play, because they both have different skill sets. Um, so I think, I think we'll see um, where both of them going. I think one of them will definitely stay at Arsenal um, and um, be be a good squad player. And um, what, what happens with the other, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think they can yeah. both think, stay at Arsenal because. Emil Smith Rowe will also be coming through, and I, I doubt we would be letting him go. So Martinelli as well. Yeah, Martin. So yeah, I think Martinelli is probably the most talented out of them three. Ahead of all of them, but um, Saka, Saka's getting in ahead of everyone else at the moment. I think rightly so because of he's put in the performances to you know he was good. He was decent against um, Villa before he got taken off. He was very well. He had he scored a couple goals against Frankfurt. You know he's good in the last ten minutes, and you know and to be fair, based on the the display at Old Trafford, he deserves to keep his place against Bournemouth as well. Yes, yes, he's been incredible. I think with with Saka, I I I think he took what the game gave him, Mm -hmm. and like. How, is he 17 still? Is he 18? 18, now? yeah. He's, he's, he's still... This is a young footballer. Mm-hmm. This is a very young footballer, you know. Um, and if anything, I'm reflecting on... Like yesterday, you know, I was watching um, Gnabry and I was just reflecting on his performance and the way that um, people wrote him off, the way that he was written off, even Pulis, like they even going to Pulis for a comment. And other, like, if, it depends on so many factors at this point in time. Whether And uh, a bit is... Technical quality is obviously one key factor, um, and then his physical capabilities as well, and how he develops will also be another key factor. But um, there are so many other factors outside of that which will determine just how far he will go. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's still so early. He's like, he's uh, is this his fifth career game? His sixth career game? Yeah. You know, for Arsenal, so it's so early for us just to say. And I think that is a big game away from home. He's taken what the game's given him, and he's one of our most promising players. That's concerning for us when we think when you when you put that into perspective. Um, that, but, that we're relying on an eighteen-year-old to give us inspiration on the football pitch. Yeah, and that he looks like our, our, our best player. I mean, yeah. all of the most of the young players that have come in this season have looked like our most uh, our most accomplished players. Yeah. Like Willock has looked accomplished every time he's played. He's mm-hmm. Heads and shoulders better than. Um, any other midfielders that we've had, you yeah. know, so it's, it's little things like that which speaks volumes about kind of like where where we're at, where we might be at as a club, but what I would say about Saka, I don't want to be too critical of him, I just, yeah, I think he took what the game gave him on Monday mm-hmm. and, 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 and fair play to him and he deserves to be in the squad. I don't think he's, he, remember, he's not a starter, um, he's starting games because um, of the injury, so Laka's injured. So yeah. I think if Laka's fit, He's out of the side again, but I think definitely ahead of all of the other guys, based on his performances so far this season, um, he he's he, he's there on merit at the moment. So you kind of got to give it to him and just and just see where he goes. And I don't I don't know Emery as the type of coach who's um, 
going to develop players um, in any kind of in any kind of meaningful way. Like I don't know that that's what he's renowned for. Um, I can't think of any examples. Sean, just before we quickly go on, what, what's your yeah. thoughts on Saka? Um, so yeah, uh, touching on points both um, Dan and Shabs have said, um, I think at the moment we can at times be a bit low to jump on players too quickly. So the fact of the matter is he, he's 18. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of physical development still to go. So it, I, I think it'll be interesting to see wh- where he is after that. Me personally, um, I'm still trying to make my own opinion of him. Um, I'm, I feel like he lacks a bit of variation in his game, but maybe that's just me at the moment. And maybe over the course of time, um, he, he will show more. At the same time as well, to Shabs's point, um, and, and, and this applies to pretty much all of our players as well, there are so many circumstances that can influence and, and factor in what a player will show. So um, I think, and, and I feel this about a lot of our other players, that attacking players just don't thrive under Emery. The fact that um, Aubameyang is, is thriving outside of the sh- outside of whatever structure Emery is is, uh, is testament to him, but he's performed everywhere he's been. So I don't know if we, you won't be giving Emery much credit for that. So I just want to personally see all of our attacking players under uh, a coach with a with a better structure mm-hmm. um, from a, from an offensive standpoint before I make sort of definitive conclusions. Um, but to be honest, he, he's acquitted himself well when he's played. I can't yeah. hold that against him, considering the fact that he's eighteen and he's he's uh, he's literally had a handful of games. He, he's always uh, he's been apparent in games as well. So yeah, fair, fair play to him. Um, Yes, I'm kind of sitting on the fence with, with him at the moment. But yeah, I, I, fair enough. You you stay on that fence, lad. You stay on yeah. that fence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's move on to um, let's move on to Pepe because boy, he got pammed. <laughs> he was getting pammed on on Twitter, um, and rightly so, man. He was poor. He was poor again. Um, I, I'm seeing tweets with his face on Javinho's head. Um, it's it's all mad right now. Like. Uh, he just, he just didn't do anything, did he? He didn't do anything. He showed no moments of quality. It's, uh, Sean, I know you said you're not worried. I'm beginning to worry um, because I'm seeing things in his game which um, it could be a confidence thing. I'm hoping it's a confidence thing and I'm hoping he can get his confidence back. But I'm seeing things like, you know, really tame shots, um, mishit passes, poor delivery and I, I know what you're going to talk about structure and I know you've already just mentioned it now with um, you know uh, how you would like to see these attackers under a, a more offensive manager a, a better manager um, but ha- I mean if, if he can't do the tec- technical things right then does the structure even matter? So um, I 100% take into uh, take your point into isolation um, in isolation on Monday, Pepe was good. He was uh, he what, lost possession seventeen times. That's not good. Whatever way you look at it, that's not good. It is also worth saying that when Alexis was at Arsenal, he was regularly he had these things as well. Um, regularly turning yeah, up and let me, caught in possession. Hold on, I guess so let, let, let me interject quickly before you because I think you probably bring some good points. Just be, this possession thing, I don't think that's a that's a relevant thing to look at unless it's over thirty or. Because, yeah. It was 19 uh, times. Was, it was 19 times. Was it, was it, I think it was 17. 
Okay, I'm, I'm on sofa's score. It says it says 19, but um, okay, yeah. Okay, fair. If it's 19, that's fair. That's, that's again. I think he plays in a high risk, high reward role. And um, I just looked at, or I saw some tweets about Gnabry losing the ball 13 times last month, mm-hmm. and it was ridiculous. He scored four goals. But Dan, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be, uh, wouldn't that be a valid criticism? You said he's got a high risk game. He wasn't doing anything that was risky. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He was just losing the ball. It was just, it was just crap. What I'm saying is, whether these players play good or not, they will give the ball away. That's, okay. That's gonna be, a, that's gonna be a thing. Whether he plays, if he scores two goals, he'll probably give the ball away 20 times. If he if he doesn't score two goals, it's and disaster. He give the boy twenty times. So that in isolation is not a good thing to 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 identify and say he's paid poor because he's given the ball away this amount of times. But um, yeah, that's just all I want yeah. to interject. Get, get your point. That's a fair yeah. point. Sorry, sorry, Shaw. I'm just thinking like what Dan's saying. It's, it's kind of true because uh, and I'm not trying to compare Pepe and Sanchez, but it's like when we had Sanchez, he would he would do the same thing in terms of the number of times he turned over the ball. The only difference is his output. He had like tangible output so he'd get a goal and two assists he'd mm. create three chances you know in a game like it was, it was little things like that he was still giving the ball away crazy the main difference when he went to United he was giving the ball away but he didn't have anywhere near the level of output that he had when he was at Arsenal so then people started to look at him and say oh you know what's going on what, what's happened to but um, that's that's kind of the only thing I wanted to make on that not even specific to Pepe it's just generally the high risk um uh, like high risk type role, but yeah, yeah sorry, super interject. Do you want to? Yeah, Sean, do you want to carry on? Yes, sorry, like bit of a monologue. So, so, so my defence here of of, um, of Pepe is someone who's who's watched him extensively over the last eighteen months. And if you remember, like even last season, people always, I was always tweeting about him. I was always shouting for him for time. So there's there's a, a for me there's there's a lot of mitigating factors um, that have to be taken into consideration. First and foremost. Um, some of the criticisms that have come in is, is that people think that he struggled to do the basics. On a, in a simple nutshell, on Monday, yes, that was correct. But basics can be affected by the ability to complete the basics can be affected by numerous things. So once we, we we've already mentioned confidence, you mentioned confidence. Confidence could be a factor. The fact that he doesn't know this 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 setup. Well, the fact that the whole team doesn't know the setup. Who's he supposed to be like passing to at Lille? It, it was quite clear what he was doing. So he played on the right side of a 4-2-3-1. He had a constant right-back who always overlapped. So that always gave him space to cut in yep. and combine with, with the forwards. At Arsenal, um, unless Lacazette's played, he's not going to be able to combine with anyone. There isn't a midfielder who he can combine with in the attacking phase. Why? Because we have Torreira, Guendouzi, Jaka, either all deeper, or when Torreira is pushed, he's pushed into an area where he, he, he's, he's not allowing to combine. So for that, sort of purpose I think Ozil would be a lot better even though obviously regardless he has all his flaws um, he needs to be someone who's also consistently involved he's a very high touch player um, Nicolas Pepe as well so when he's receiving the ball on the right hand side and he's what ends up happening is that he's given the ball he's expected to okay let me beat three four players and and hopefully you'll see him bend him top bins that might happen once in a blue moon but more often than not like you need to he needs to play in combination a lot of his goals um, last season came inside the box, so he's not so. He, so he's someone who who's going to be looking to thrive, get a lot, get on on the ends of a lot of things. But he's not going to be able to get on on the end of things if we're not going to be able to build um, coherently. So, so this comes back to obviously, I know you don't want to hear, but it's, it is a structural thing as well. So, and then another point which is then raised is kind of well, what wingers have thrived under Emery? Full stop. Nobody. Mm. Nobody. Um, there are also some slightly stylistic differences. Um, Aubameyang is the main shooter at Arsenal. 
at Lille, Pepe was the main shooter. There was a reason why Pepe was the main shooter. A lot of the play went through him and the strikers at Lille often dropped deep. So Pepe would run into that space that that would be vacated. Yeah. Now obviously a lot of those spaces are currently occupied by, by Aubameyang. That's not necessarily a problem himself because Pepe can create himself as well. He has also got an eye for a pass. Um, so, but yeah, um, he needs to improve that sort of consistency of his game. But I, I think he needs to be given a lot more help generally first and foremost as well. He came out after the game and said, He's lacking confidence because a lot of the issues people have raised against Burnley, against Liverpool, against Spurs, people weren't raising these issues. Um, I think I think the quality on the ball, in terms of like uh, his shooting, his shooting is his shooting hasn't looked good in any of the seven games so far. Um, He he has produced a few good passes, uh, I will admit. Crossing hasn't been a strong point either. I don't remember actually him putting in. More than two or three good deliveries. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Um, where I would agree with you in terms of where the structure is inhibiting him is I'm just looking at his heat map now. So um, he's pe- he's picking up the ball very, very deep. Again, I think we've mentioned this like time and time again on the pod where he because he's starved of p- possession, he is picking up the ball really deep. And... That's not where we want Pepe. We want Pepe in 1v1 situations where he can, you know, isolate his fullback. As you said, have a fullback on the outside where it enables him to have the space to cut inside and get a shot off. He wasn't able to do that against Man United simply because we didn't get him into those positions enough. And he was coming very, very... He was his, best, his, his highest mark on the heat map is on pretty much on the halfway line, which is incredible for a, a right winger when you think about it. Um, so that's where I would agree with you about structure. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say again. I just, I just think um, you know a lot of these issues are down to structure. I think I think um, Shane is right. You know, um, it's 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 yeah, man. I, I'm I'm looking at him and looking at how they played in in France and just what the league's like generally there. And then I'm thinking, all right, he's played what, seven, eight games for us. Um, many of the games haven't gone our way. We haven't performed particularly well in a lot of the games. It's a very similar thing in terms of where what he's having to do to come and pick up the ball, where he's getting it. We want him to um, get the ball higher up and be able to do damage, isolate his man, take him on, uh, be productive, have some output in the final third. That's what, that's what we'd love, but... We're not even like no one's playing like that. None of our wingers have played like that for a long time. None of our wingers look like capable of playing like that under this manager. We mm. don't look like capable of um, being that constructive or, or, or being that fluid in the final third. We just don't look like we've got that about us as a team at the moment. So I think that has a huge impact on just his ability to settle in. I, I think it definitely course, is having an impact. Go on, Dan. And um, I've got a few points on that because, um, so I watched one in that football, obviously, Carragher was talking about how when the best players he's played with, they're coming straight away banged 
um, they don't. They didn't really need an adaptation. I mean, there's so many examples of that being up. It, it is literally a lie because when Salah came to Chelsea. Exactly. Didn't do well. well, even if you just isolate it to Arsenal, Dan, even if you just isolate it to Arsenal, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's there's so, there's countless examples of players who haven't. I'm looking at more, more recent examples and you probably top three wingers in the Premier League, um, or top in the dead but three of them are in the top five for sure. So, mm-hmm. Son, home in Son, I think he scored four goals in like 30 games in his first year for Spurs. Mm-hmm. So, he definitely struggled in his first year. He's easily one of the best players in the league now. Um, Sane struggled people were calling him a flop after a few games mm-hmm. and he got taken out of the side got reintroduced into the side he struggled massively in his first year physically with confidence and he had a lot of competition at Man City struggled Mares last year at Man City Mares Mares as well Mahrez so there's a lot of finding his feet now and this mm-hmm. is yes, a manager who's, who's who um, they play good football they play with the ball like the team is they actually, get the ball in the, like, in the right position attacking identity and mm-hmm. he has come from this league and he's struggled in that team who's knocked down everything in front of them mm. basically he struggles with them. so uh, yeah I just think it's far-fetched for people to get that carried away and maybe Mares didn't look this bad like you know as bad as Pepe looks but no, 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 I doubt, I doubt he did but yeah, yeah, but, you know. I think the difference is a lot of them guys didn't struggle with some of the basics that I feel like Pepe Sonny is struggling did, with. Sonny did, and so did Salah when he started. Do you think? I, can, I remember people like putting up clips and stuff of them looking funny. I'm even mm. on the Quadrado look, was doing funny stuff in there. Especially yeah, so many. It's, it's just also, the kind of stuff. There's so many wingers who have just had a, had a, had a hard time. For me personally as well, Monday is the only day I can say he was actually really bad. As in every single thing he did was wrong. He was horrible. Mm. Yeah, like on Monday, he was horrible. But there have been games, in every game, bar Monday, in my opinion, he's shown something. He might have also shown other things which weren't so great, but he's he's shown ability. Like, that ability Watford? is not going to dissipate overnight. It's not going to go overnight. You've got to look You've got to look at how you can enhance that, how you can bring that to the fore. If you pay £72 million for a player, is it not logic? to look at the best way to extract the best players the, the, the qualities like you've got to look to you've you bought a player he is a great he, he has high dribble stats he has high combination stats and he has high finishing stats within the penalty area what have we done to try and extract that from him that's the question you need to ask yourself and if we haven't done that why have we not done that and and if and if we can't do that then isn't that an indictment on the manager you I, I get the essentials that what people are saying sometimes is that basics yes in mm. terms of, but basics are also influenced by where other players are playing on the pitch, how you're expected to combine, what the actual tactical instruction is within that setup. Um, and like I said, if Torreira is playing as the furthest midfielder forward, that's a bigger issue. What's what's be, uh, what's what is supposed to do there? Yeah, I'm not sure. higher up? Is that the instruction? Because that doesn't make sense to me. He's um. He's got the uh, third most dribbles, third most successful dribbles in the Premier League. Um, I think, like per game, it works. I think he's got like the fifth most. Um, so only Zaha, Madison, and Buffao are ahead of him. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure he was first up until Monday because he didn't dribble on. <laughs> Probably, I think. I think Zaha actually had a big dribble game on the weekend, and it like yeah. propelled him uh, yeah. up. 
Um, all right, cool. Let's 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 move on because I think that was a nice little segment on Pepe. Um, you know, I, I, I'm still not convinced. If I'm being honest, Sean, like you put forward a good argument, and I hope you're right. But I am. I, I can't to, to, stop to be honest, being worried. I, 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 that's fair enough. Listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's fair enough. We will agree. We'll disagree. I would be willing to bet, bet big money. Yeah. Success in England. Like, that's yeah. Like, well, okay. Okay. But tell me what a success is first. Uh, uh, well, like he will do double figures, goals and assists, which is obviously which is what you'd expect for the money you paid. But I'm just saying, under Emery, not under Emery. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Not under, under Emery. Yeah, I don't I'll, think. I'm, I'm going to ask a question yeah. there, and say, do do big things in England? Yeah, but at Arsenal or in England? No, I think he can be a success at Arsenal, just not under the, so the, the current manager. <laughs> So are you writing him off completely under Emery? Then is that is is that what it's is that what it is? No, I'm not writing him off. I just don't expect to see the best of him like under Emery. That's that's my. But, but, so what's the most? What what is the best we can expect of him under Emery? What what is his max under Emery then? Because th- these are the things that I need to hear. These are the things that this this is this is difficult to determine because we still don't know what team Emery will play when Lacazette is back, when Tierney is back, when Bellerin is back. Who's he gonna play? Because I still think. Um, I think Bellerin coming back will help him. It will be one part up down the line that will open up space yeah. for him because Bellerin will continuously do the overlap for him. Yeah. That will definitely help him. However, he doesn't have that link play in the final third. Ceballos is not suited for that. The only person in the squad that we have that is suited for that is Uzzel. He won't play. So that will still hamper Pepe's play and playing style on game. Um, as Sean mentioned, he's a high-touch player, player that plays a lot of one-twos interchanging between the lines so we won't be doing that so that will that will definitely affect his numbers and um, his assist as well but um, I hope that when everyone is there that um, he'll get a good, a good amount good, good goal return in all competitions and a good assist return I, 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 I expect him to get yeah. a good assist return passing to like yeah. I said I, I'll expect that I, I think what he will have to learn is to, to be more of a singular threat because like I said, and, and Dan just said, a lot of his game is based on combinations before he penetrates in the final third. Uh, now, considering we don't do a lot of combination play on Emery, he's going to need to try and find a new way to be effective. Can he do that? I don't know, because uh, because I've only seen what he was doing at Lille. So th- th- we're asking him to do something completely different to what he's been doing, which essentially made him a success in the first place. So I, 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 I am hope that at the end, of, I still think by the end of the season, like this it's a really low bar but I, should, I still think he should reach double figures by the end of the season mm. um, but that's performing irrespective of, of whatever Henry brings in I do actually also think Lacazette would be a big boost for him as well actually so yeah well if there's any team that um, you know is suited to play in Arsenal at the moment it's probably going to be Bournemouth um, they're going to give us a lot of open spaces and it should be a game that Pepe thrives in so I'm hoping uh Bro, you, you say that. You say that. I mean, we we were just saying, oh, certain home games we should be like against Aston Villa. We were getting outplayed for Barca. I, 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 I get that. I get that. I get that. I just think. I, I mean, I'm but I'm looking at the Bournemouth result from um, last season that Emery was in charge with. We won five one. We won pretty convincingly. I know Özil played that game actually. Um, so maybe, well, I doubt it. <laughs> it looks like Ez was on his on his bike uh, in in Jan. Um, he ain't going nowhere, bro. Well, nowhere. I would I wouldn't go anywhere either. I mean, but yeah, who's going to pay the money? But um, yeah, uh, we got we got Bour- we got Bournemouth on Sunday, and then we got Standard Liège in Europa League. Um, t- uh, well, today 
as this goes out today. Um, I, I'm assuming that we're going to like rotate quite heavily this evening. You'd expect so. Pro- and probably Tierney and Be- Tierney, Tierney and Bellerin to to yeah. start. And Marini's press conference said both. Um, so we expect because you know there were some. I think one journal made up a lie that Tierney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they, they just said they chose not just to put him in the squad for Monday, which I think was a sensible decision. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel both him and Bellerin will start tomorrow, which is good. Get some more minutes under their belt. Does that mean they won't start yeah, on the weekend? They won't, they won't start on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if the week is we playing Sheffield United the week after. Um... So, uh, it yes, it, it, no, no. So it's not the week after. So after the Bournemouth game, yeah. is the international break. International break. Okay. Yeah. Well, to be honest, yeah. So after the break, hope, um, they won't be going away anywhere. So hopefully, I feel like they may be in a position to start the first game back after the international break. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah. T- tomorrow's another good game to have in their legs. Um, so that would have been a, like two, three, yeah, so two, three games, and then hopefully after the international break, we'll be ready because Lacazette will be back after the international break as well. So. Hopefully, uh, so we'll have a full squad available. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and we will really need to pick up points because when it gets into December and we play Man City and we play Chelsea twice, we play. Uh, I can't remember. It's I'm getting sacked in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, boy. Right. Do, 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 do you know the funny thing is with Emery? Unfortunately, the, where I am now is that I think he will get enough points to continue muddling along as long as, like you said, we're in the top four race. They're not going to pull any sort of trigger. So. Um, so, so my hope is that we can just muddle in to the top four by the end of the season and then they can get rid of him but yeah there, there's, there's no way in hell that they're going to get rid of him at, at this point season so. and, 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 I, and I don't think we should unless it gets crazy um, you know um, you said it Sean last week I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think like Arsenal's not that knee-jerk club like, you've got to have us out there moving like United or Chelsea just starting to, like pulling plugs like left right if it, if it gets crazy and he's lost the dressing room and he's not picking up points and all of that, then cool, by all means, let him go. Um, but I think even though this manager's a bum, he's still, to be fair, he still really should have qualified us. You know, we only, only missed that. Shabs, I disagree with you big time, man. Shabs, I really disagree with you, man. I really disagree with you. Yeah, I don't care about this. We're because I just, I don't envisage, I don't envisage many people doing worse than Emery is doing right now. And I said this about bloody Arsene Wenger, and we fucking found someone worse. How have we done that? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you know what? Maybe I'm chatting shit. about this last week, so then who comes in? Let's say, like, November, it really goes to shit. Name it's anyone. Fun. Name anyone. I bet you they do better. Name anyone. Who's vacant? Benitez. He does better with his team. Name anyone. Allegri does better with this team. Name anyone. Charles. Mourinho does better with this team. I wouldn't take Mourinho. I'm not saying we should get Mourinho. I'm saying yeah. there are many managers out there who would who could come in right now, yeah, and do better than Emery. I even think Jumberg would do better than Emery right now. I, I, I don't even want Jumberg, but I, I just think he would. I just think anyone with anyone with some sort of offensive mindset of a brain gets more out of these players because because you know what it is at the moment we're pretty much on the floor defensively we're not going to get much worse defensively like and mm. also we're on we're exactly we can only really improve like offensively from here like we're dreadful in an attacking phase every game like i, I keep saying it and i keep tweeting it as well like 
Aubameyang scores every single game in a team that doesn't create any chances. Mm-hmm. So if we could literally just improve... Create a few more chances. Improve our chances. Then you get him and other guys around. By 10-15%, Arsenal was a unit. And, and, and this is what I'm saying generally. Because remember after the League Cup game, obviously it was only Forest, but we said, it's not a squad that is bad. We were sitting here after the transfer window and saying, we have a decent squad. We have, we've got quality in the squad, yeah, man. It's yeah, just now we're looking at it like, oh, we lack quality. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because we're doing badly. We're, we're looking at it like Higgy Hagger. Like, it's, 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 it's a badly managed squad rather mm-hmm. than being a, 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 yeah, it's a, not a bad, bad squad. squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, a it's not the greatest squad. We've got the ingredients. The chef's just bumming. Like, yeah. That's why we need to... We need, we need Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, like, uh, we need Gordon Ramsay right now, yeah? Get Emery out, right? Or, or... I want Gordon Ramsay. I want Noble. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I want Noble, mate. Who's that? Mate, don't worry about it, man. That's that What's that? Is that some, some, some German chef, yeah? Some, 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 some hamburger. Bruv, all he does is cook cold meats, what? fam. You might not... You might haven't heard about Noble. No, we ain't heard of Noble. Some, some German... All he, all he cooks is, is cold meats, bruv. Nah, man. None of this German cuisine, bruv. Nah. He's, he's not a German chef. He's German, nah, man. No Nobu still, man. Yeah, no, Nobu. I ain't got money to, to, to go to Nobu. <laughs> But you know it costs money. He's, he's a Japanese guy, isn't it? He's Japanese. Yeah. Hey, I got I ain't got money yeah. for Japanese food. Dude, so. We saw you in Vegas, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I can't afford it anymore. All my money's gone to. Say like Ricky Martin. All, all my money's gone to the to, to the strippers, mate. All my money's gone to the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pot title. Right? So, 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 someone, someone's going to college on my behalf, boy. I don't, I don't know, I don't know her name. I don't know who it is, but she, she's getting. She's getting hers. She's getting hers. But um, let's move on to uh, some listeners' questions before we wrap things up. We've got quite a lot, so I'll try and get through as many as possible. Um, okay, so Baba Ronald, he asks, also, with Emery not looking to change his managerial style anytime soon, who are the top three realistic managerial options for Arsenal to move forward with this current squad? Hashtag Emery out. That's the attitude I like, Baba Ronald. Baba Ron. So um, I, I'm going to say the Ajax manager, just, I mean, yes. just basically based on what I saw from Ajax last year. He, he seems to fit the right profile that we need. Very good with youngsters, attacking football, um, can work with players who aren't necessarily top, top level, but make uh, a team that isn't comprised of elite individuals into an elite uh, uh, yeah. setup, elite, elite unit. Yeah. So he would be one of Definitely. my options. And he's bored as well, so... Yeah, well, yeah. We haven't done too What's well with the manager with there. Hank Ten Katz, is Yeah, whatever his name is. Ten Hag. My, yeah. Well, obviously, everyone knows my um, left-field choices with Arteta and Lundberg. Mm. If you don't want to go down that route with managers with no experience, then yeah, ten, he's definitely one. Um, Daniel Fark, um is 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 def- uh, Norwich is, is definitely another option. You and Leroy um, are such hipsters, man. Norwich be getting Pam last few weeks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I, I've yeah. got I've got some episode choices for you in a minute, man. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 Christ. He's, he, he's, de- he's definitely on the list as well. Mm. What would you not have been that? I mean, yeah, listen. I'm having ever, anyone over Emery right now, innit? So I might just get Wenger back if if yeah. get Steve Bruce in. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Rogers? Uh-huh. Nah, I wouldn't have Rogers. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I, I would have Rogers over Emery if it was, you know, like, if yeah, it was a straight yeah. shootout. You know, if it was... I wouldn't want him. I think I wouldn't want him. Mm. I, have, I don't know. Just have some reservations of him. Um, I'll, 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 I'm going really hipster, man. I'm um, Marco Rose. Um, he's a, a Gladbach. And Gladbach. He was at Salzburg. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so, they're playing a lot of football. Mm-hmm. The, the, the squad is not too great. Um, but he's, um, he's someone that can really um, organise a press. Mm. Um, he's very so game pressing is obviously a big thing in Germany. Um, he is um, he, he known as Trey in Austria, and they did really really well. Um, but I think one of the football football Twitter guys actually worked for them as well. And um, yeah, they're doing they're doing fairly well. As I said, the, the, the Gladbach foot is not that great. But um, I'd be I'd be excited or um, encouraged by someone like him, uh, someone with a cool come come up story that has a distinct way of playing and and has um, yeah is looking to play the ball forward. Uses a lot of young players too. Um, Lucien Favre, obviously, um, a bit of a bit of a more senior. Where is he now? Um, he's at Dortmund. Um, mm. I'm not sure. We would probably have to pay the bag to get him, but Lucien mm-hmm. Favre is doing a good job there, and they're playing great football. He's Aren't they like eighth? Dortmund. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think they drew couple, over the couple, weekend. Couple, couple, couple games this season, though. But last season, you know, I think they drew the last two games or something. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, um, Shabs, anyone from you? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I put, I, I did not mind Arteta at all when we was linked with him, mm. and people were looking at me like I was crazy. C- couple. I was saying, Listen, I just, I, I think this guy's been soaking up so much game from Pep and Pep's the best in the business so there's no way I wouldn't take that chance from him I see Sean with the pop wow. propaganda on his on his Twitter this week I, I didn't retweet it because I, I, I didn't retweet it because I didn't want to I didn't want to succumb to his shamelessness <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I didn't see Leroy asking for for where the article was coming from brother. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't think I didn't see Leroy's tweets you know fiend <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'll take our tete. Definitely um ten cats, the mm. highest manager. And um if that's his name. Yeah, if I couldn't the right one. The, basically the highest manager. And, yeah. Um my outlier is um um Luis Enrique. If okay. You back into fo- if you can get him back into football, I think mm. do a good, I think that, that, that link's there in it with Raul. That seems like the yeah. easiest one to make, right? And just bring him and, and say, yeah, also, I think it, also, I think it, it was quite. It give us something, definitely. It, it was, it was quite interesting because before we, he was the the last. So you know when before we appointed Emery, the main name was obviously Arteta, but mm. Enrique's name was flying about a lot at that time as well. So mm. um, I remember Balague talking about him there as well. So I really actually, yeah, and there is that link obviously with Raúl from Barca as well. And he is someone who's like a four-three-three. Like he loves that. Like Enrique loves his wingers, and he loves that. So um, he prioritizes wing play a lot. So it would be interesting. Um, he doesn't build through. Well, they, they don't build. He, his teams, I don't find like build through the middle as much. They just get the ball out wide a lot, and like, their wingers do a lot of the job. But I don't know. That would be an interesting option. Just um, looking at yeah. just looking at Ajax. They're, they're flying again this season, man. You know that's mm. that's that's how Enrique gets he gets his wingers involved, but they they just bomb they just bomb it down the lines into the final third, didn't it? And then they just do their <coughs> work from there. But let's 
I'll definitely take a chance on him. Okay, Enrique, uh, let's get through some more questions. Um, okay, so flavor in your ear. He asks, um, which talent do you think will regret not having a buyback clause on? Gnabry, that's it. But I mean, <laughs> but we're already regretting that. So let's think in the future. Um, like, some players that we've that we've let go recently, or could be letting go, maybe. And I think you know, I don't like the term "let go" because the, those players make their decision. Exactly. They want True. To, it's yeah. Not, it's not like and, the, yeah. Wanna, the club wanted to keep Gnabry, and he even said they wanted to keep him badly. Just decided mm-hmm. I'm going to leave. And Same as Marlon, right? Exactly. So mm-hmm. Malen, uh, I like I like. His oh, sorry, 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 sorry. What was it? Sorry. Sorry. I think it's my le- I think it's my Mal- le- Malen? Malen? Okay. My lens. My lens, is it? Yeah, alright, cool. Wow, you're <laughs> Louis, man. I'm teaching you about the pronunciation. I'm I'm taking it all in, mate. I'm a cultured man. You know, I like to be educated. Tell me about Malen. Come on, tell me. So I, I like his profile and obviously um Obamian Lacazette well, is thirty now, Lacazette is what, twenty eight. Um so Martinelli could be the guy that is the, um, is the, is the young backup striker but Generally, I like his profile, um, and that's someone that I could see um, maybe even going to the top. So um, that would be someone that we probably will regret in the future. But again, we didn't let these first go. They mm. decided to leave. Um, and, that's, and that's perfectly fine for them as well. Um, same as Jeff. I think with Jeff, it was um, Emery didn't fancy him. Then he played, what, half a year um, in, in League One. And Angers. he stepped him up. How was that pronunciation? That was pretty good, man. Yeah, right, cool, cool. Are you are you going to to um to Nice soon or something? No, 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 no. no. Just leave, I keep my ear to the ground, you know. <laughs> fair play, fair play. But yeah, I think Malen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what do you guys think? I know, I know. Um, Sean was a big fan of um. What's that guy? I can't even pronounce his name. That um CDM Algeria. Benesse. Benesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I just I, I'm not <laughs> he's on the come up now, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not saying we'll regret it. I just thought that would have been a decent like option to have. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. But at the, at the same time, like like I said, I've done a complete 180 on Willock, who I really really. That's like. what I was going to say. If he, if he if we he hadn't gone, Willock wouldn't be here right now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I, I I tweeted that today. Like people do really get upset like, Good point, when that. young young players yeah, go. But like you know, people have a clamour for signings, but at the same time they want to see young players develop. Like yeah. not yeah, every young yeah, player is going to make. Do you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. wouldn't have, like if even if only like. Arsenal do better than most teams in giving young players chances. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of true. teams who give like young players chances like this the same way Arsenal do as well. So, um, yeah, I, 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 like, like I said, there was no way Jeff would have stayed and Willock would have got a chance. It's only one or the other, mm-hmm. um, and, and and it's the same with a lot of like people like oh maybe play Jeff on the wing, but like then like Saka or whoever's not getting a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got to there's choose which one. Yeah, and to, and yeah, it's always to, a pathway. Isn't to it? be fair, yeah. I ne- I didn't ev- I never rated yeah, Jeff like that. Me, me, me either by the way like the Ooh. only thing I'll say with Jeff is that he has very good athleticism so um, he, he's, he's but he, did, he never looked like someone who knew how to use it though well, at Arsenal anyway he looked like he was too relaxed I hate that play- you know what yeah. anyway you know I hate that kind of player um, alright it's so hard like, cause I, 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 I think the, the question's a really good one but it's so hard like you literally don't know who's going to develop how and where someone tweeted like, to, in reply Someone tweeted in reply, um, I know Olu, who is involved in the... I mean, he should be on a pod, 
sooner or later, but he's not. But he, he, he's on the Twitter account sometimes. Um, he said Yunus Musa. Um, he bangs on about him uh, all the yeah, time. I yeah, I think I don't know where he's gone. He's gone like Valencia he's or something. Valencia, it, Valencia. Yeah, yeah, or, or he's, already, he's already trading with the first team there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And someone uh, tweeted Christian Bielik. Which mm-hmm. I, I, Sean, I know I you were a, a fan, but I wasn't. Uh, from what I saw, he just looked like your regular Polish centre back. <laughs> I'm less sure. About, <laughs> yeah, I'm less sure about Bielik, isn't it? But um, I just think for like for, for some of these talents, some of the some of the names that have already been mentioned, isn't it? Like you, did, no one would have known that um, Malen. <laughs> yeah, nice one, shots. <laughs> Got into the, um, you know, gone, had the kind of form that he's had so far this season, got into the um, Dutch national side and, like, you know, got the goals that he's got that so soon. You know what I mean? So he's gone somewhere, he's gone somewhere to get games. And that's where it is. If you're a young player as well, you need to really go where you're going to get games and where you're going to be loved and where you can see it working for you, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. uh, it's all well and good staying at Arsenal. It's all well and good saying, oh, we shouldn't have sold him. If the, if your pathway is going to be blocked, if you're not going to get games, right. it's long. Like, it's long. Like, you're not good Look at Gennaro, man. He played one year at Brim and he played one year at Hoffman. That's two years of development. Yeah. And regular yeah. football for him to now become this, this world-class player that he is. Yeah. So, and it took him two years, man. Like he wouldn't have got the same game time at Arsenal. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced he wouldn't have. Let's um, let's storm through some more questions, then, lads. Um, do you think so? This is from Ben Benny Dread. Benny Dread. Um, he uh, says, do you think Pepe would work better with Lacazette van Aubameyang, or perhaps with Urzu or Sabayos as a ten instead of Torreira being highest up the pitch? That Torreira being the, the furthest man forward was a, a bizarre one, wasn't it? But I, I, I guess it came as a consequence for, for man-marking Pogba, right? No, it's, it's just dumb. Like, I, I, you've seen Torreira defensively defensive so I don't understand why you, you'd use him in any other position. The, 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 the thing is that they're trying to use him like Kante, but he's not Kante. He's a, Kante, is, that's actually Kante's position. That's mm. not Torreira's position, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I, me personally, I don't get it. Um, the, the, the Pepe thing, yeah, I, I, think, I think he's... I think he'd be suited to a Lacazette who would, he'd combine with a lot more than an, than an Oba. But I still think he can play with Aubameyang. That's, the issue is not playing. Like I don't think the issue is with either striker. I think the issue is getting a, another attacker up there. We don't we don't get the ball enough to Aubameyang to link anyway, do we? So it's like <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter anyway. But yeah, we would need a, another attacker, someone who's going to link properly. And yeah, that's not really Sabayos for me, who's a, who's another one who does his job more in the first phase. So it would stylistically. It's only really urgent that you can pick, but other, unless you're yes. going to decide you're going to pay Emil Smith Rowe at number ten, like which obviously uh, uh, Emery hasn't. Obviously, that, that's more of a left field decision at this moment in time. But yeah, that's the option. Like you, you need to you need to fill that that space in the you know from the second to the final phase with with another combination player. If we had kept Iwobi, maybe that could have been another option. But other than that, that's that's literally it. There, there isn't anyone. The rest are literally centre midfielders mm-hmm. who do their better work deeper. So yeah, you need to find a way to to help in in, in that instance as well. Yeah. So okay. Um, all right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna test how much you guys are, are, are actual sluts here. Okay. Right. So Guna London underscore has tweeted um, with the Jimmy Butler meme. I think his name is Jimmy Butler, right? He's the basketballer with the pink suit and he's leaning over, looking. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? 
quite a famous meme. Yeah, right, cool. So he tweeted this, Poch to replace Emery. I mean, it would never happen. Mm. I wouldn't say no if people would do it, you know. Uh, so Campbell 2.0, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> it's, it's never going to happen. Mm. You wouldn't be put off by how poorly Spurs are doing at the moment? I don't think and, that's end of the end, end, end of the cycle. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. end of the cycle. End of the cycle so. mm-hmm. yeah, he's been there for six years, man. They're tired yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. He's tired of them as well, he's, man. He's tired of them. He's, I think he's tired of them, bro. Bare domestics and that. Also, not, not, not to talk too much about yeah, yeah, we almost got done for libel this week, so let's. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I was gonna think That's a squad that needs refreshing, like, it's got players reaching the end of their contracts, players that are not happy. Ooh. So, there's a lot of problems at Spurs, you know what I mean? It's not really just down to like him, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I feel like it's one of the. It's, it's uh, you know, it's a manager that's it's just reaching the natural end of the conclusion with a team. It's, like, it's yeah, really it's cycles as well. Uh, absolutely, I think managers have cycles and players have cycles. You've got some players that are literally there for like the two, one, two seasons, three seasons, and then you've got the ones who do like the five-year term, and then you've got the players. Anyone there for for longer than five years is like almost like a lifer, and it's like, yeah, like they they've just it's been that group of players since he come. Mm-hmm. He's had opportunities to move certain players on. He hasn't. He's been adamant about trying to keep the Canes, which is understandable, but the Ericsons, the Vatongans, the Alderville, like all of that. And it, it, it really, like they've they've seen it all, heard it all. You cannot motivate these lot anymore. And they've punched above for a long. But like, I I don't think that Spurs are in turmoil. I think this is a true like they're performing exactly where they need to be. And everyone says, oh yeah, they've been improving that. I don't really think they have. If you look at their points totals, their points averages over the last three, four seasons, they've been pretty much the same. Like They win and lose like the same number of games, league games anyway, every season. Obviously, they had that jammy, um, they had that fortunate cup run um, in the Champions League, but they've kind of been where, you know, where where they need to be. It's just everyone else around them, apart from the big two, have had very indifferent seasons. So... All right, um, it, 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 lads. It's 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 seven two eleven. Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's try and wrap things up. Did you, did you get the reference? Yeah, did you did you like the reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Need some laughs there, guys. Need some laughs. All right, come on, come on. It's not even seven to eleven. It's, it's six past eleven. <laughs> All right. Like, <laughs> Alright, cool. Um let me do one last question. Um hmm. Alright, so uh, this comes from hmm, that's a question for another day, I think. Maybe I could, I need to start favouriting these questions so we could go back. Maybe during the international break we could just do a listener's question pod. What do you reckon? Um Okay, so um God, I'm wasting so much time here. Okay, Dan Coogs ask uh, what does Emery do with our front three when Lacazette comes back play all of them how I'll be right wide that's just what it will have to be mm-hmm. but ho- hopefully by then with Tierney and Bellerin back we can station both him and Pepe a bit more infield mm-hmm. yeah, yeah Tierney's going to be massive down that left hand yeah. side and it? it's just yeah. going to be such a big upgrade man I, I, I think both of them just just that yeah. kind of athleticism up and down the wing mm-hmm. so hopefully that will allow yeah the play so, so they won't have to be because I remember when we did it against Spurs that was the only time it happened in it and Oba was really far wide left but 
that's because obviously naturally you, it, the, the setup was was all wrong that game. But hopefully with, with our best, well, I say best team in quotation marks. But yeah, with with some of the best players out there, we will be able to uh, take up more of a system which allows more of our players, the better players, to play inwards and closer in together as a trio. If they're actually more closer in and they can combine and, and move off each other, I think it can work better mm-hmm. rather it than the situation we saw against Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my only yeah, thing, I wouldn't ask for too much from Bellerin because of the, so soon, especially because of the type of injury that he's had and the length of time he's been out for and that it, it might take a, a while from him. Like, I know that like, he's, he's, he's had a great engine and he does dirt in the final third, like, he does damage, like, he is like a creative outlet for us. But um, I wouldn't bank on his game being exactly the same in the first couple of months of him coming back. It's going to take a long while, isn't it? It's going to take, yeah, Yeah. it's going to take a while. But do you know what? A a 50% Bellerin has got to be better than Maitland-Niles. And a 30% fit Tierney is double the player of Kolasinac. I'm pretty (laughs) confident in saying that. So on that note, lads, lads, let's uh, let's wrap it up. up. Yeah, I need to to go home. Um, You know, we've got got people waiting on me. Um, Yeah, all right, cool. Huh? No, nothing's gone. No, no. Before, yeah? yeah, well, no, I ain't got money for booty call, mate. I told you where all my money's gone. <laughs> all right, lads, we'll, we'll, we'll be back um, next week for another episode. Be sure to use the hashtag, hashtag Touchline Fracas. You can catch on the Touchy Gooners uh, on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow and tweet any bullshit to us, and we may respond. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Hey, see you later. See you later. Peace out. episode has been provided by ratio keto friendly crunchy bars if counting macros makes your head spin count instead on a snack by ratio they've done the math for you so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day delicious and convenient both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein all in a satisfying crunch interested ratio keto friendly bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at walmart Sports Social Podcast Network.